0: Welcome to the Creating Sales Stars podcast. Each week, our host Pete Evans will be joined by some of the big and upcoming names within the sales industry. This is brought to you by Sales Star UK. Hello everyone, Uh, this is Pete Evans uh, from Sales Star again and this week on our Creating Sales Stars podcast, I'm delighted to welcome Jennifer Fisher, who is a frontline sales manager currently scaling a U.S. sales team uh, for Membrane, while helping business owners and sales leaders learn how to stop micromanaging and start coaching through through technology. So Jennifer is the U, is the U.S. sales manager for Membrane, and Cellstar is a partner of Membrane. And our very on our very first podcast, Jennifer. Um, we interviewed George Spronten, the CEO and founder of Membrane. So you're following in an excellent company. Um, so welcome Jennifer.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much. It's uh, um, a pleasure to be here.
0: Fantastic. So um, Jennifer, I think for the, the benefit of our listeners this week, it'd be, it'd be fantastic just to hear a bit about your your background before you join Membrane.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've been a sales manager, um, I think I started in B2C um, basically, uh, managing a a large team of direct sales representatives. Um, And from there, moved into a position where I was tasked with uh, drastically growing revenue and hiring a sales team. It was that position. that actually turned turned the company onto Membrane. And once we had implemented Membrane, shortly after we took our team through uh, some sales training, it became very evident that all of the Excel sheets that I had been uh, creating for the years that I was there, um, there wasn't a need for that anymore. And I was able to really see where the sales team uh, would struggle through, through the sales process that um, we had a sales trainer help us build. Um, and it became so much more easy to coach them and to help them actually sell more that I championed Membrane, honestly, to anyone that I talked about. So it's kind of full circle now coming, uh, Coming to Membrane and working to help other business leaders um, maybe transform how they're working with their sales team. Um, so that's that's really my passion right now is just helping helping sales leaders uh, understand that you know micromanagement management isn't necessarily a a good thing and there's a better way to do it. <clears throat>
0: well, that that's that's fantastic and obviously we've had quite a lot of dealings over the last 12 months. Uh, Jennifer as a sort of sales star in the, in the UK and you helping some of our clients. So so I've got some questions around um, sales managers and sales leaders. You know, in your experience, if you're a highly experienced sales manager, and obviously, um, you know, working for Now, what are the key things that you think sales leaders and sales managers should f- really focus in on when they're trying to create a high performing sales team?
1: So I think it, it really starts with, um, with the culture um i think it it needs to be one of you know approachability uh teamwork and collaboration um, and with everyone knowing that you know sales is going to be a continuous improvement Um, i think it's so important for business leaders to reach out to um, business and sales coaches like sales star because as an outside person you can you can see what's you know what's happening and and make suggestions and sometimes I think as a sales leader or business owner you're so focused on the the number you have to hit um, it's great to have that outside party that's really helping you on your behalf uh, to create that kind of culture Um, I also think that you know, sales training on a, on a regular basis is a, is a great idea. Um, I think so many times companies will, will bring in someone it's, it's a one and done. I mean, I've, I've been there myself. We'd go to these big conferences, right. And we'd have these great speakers and, and two days later, no one really remembered what, (laughs) you know, (laughs) what happened. And, uh, you know, and so that, that, continual training and that continual reinforcement um just just helps sales teams actually live uh live the process um every day so i think that's definitely a key
0: okay i mean you've you've mentioned some great things i'd like to come back to this uh the the word culture because because it's interesting a lot more of our our clients are talking about, you know, it, it, transforming sales culture and and it, and actually introducing a culture of 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 sales excellence. You know, and organisations have often talked about it, it. It's about it's about the culture. You know, I ha- you know, it, even in membrane of the organisations where you've worked before. You know, what what things can you think? What advice could you give to a sales manager or sales leader in terms of you know creating a a winning sales culture? What what sorts of things can people do to create that culture of success?
1: Yeah, the, the thing that I will probably come back to time and time again is to ditch the micromanaging. It, it doesn't help anyone. Um, it really can um, stifle uh, the culture. It can create uh, a, a hostile work environment. Um, so learning how to um, right, we all have goals that we have to meet, um, but learning how to work with your sales team, letting them—I would say—letting them skip steps, which everyone would say, "No, no," <sighs> but but when you allow them to move through a sales process and and allow them to to not necessarily on purpose skip a step but if they don't have the answer to one of those uh, questions in your sales process, the very best way to help coach them is to see where they're continually missing steps. So in, instead of the point your finger, that's a, oh, hey, um, I think this this person needs a little more coaching in this area, and that's where you can tailor um, training. And it's, uh, it's a funny because you know the the last team i had we would have you know one or two different areas where one or two sales reps needed a little extra support Um, but it was very telling when the entire team was passing over a certain step and um, we were able to sit down as a group and really discuss what was you know what was hanging them up on on asking these really great questions and how could we help and it it came down to a lot of role play and a lot of reinforcement and within a few months there there was no problem with that portion of our sales step anymore so it's really being able to you know allow the sales reps to to do their job but gaining insight into you know what's happening and then using that for coaching
0: Uh, so, so i i think what i'm what i'm hearing from you here jennifer is that to, to create this <clears throat> to create this winning sales culture, you've got to, you know, the the sales leader or sales manager's gotta create trust with his team. So allowing them to, you know, skip steps actually helps you identify where you can help support uh, your salespeople because if they're continuing to skip the steps and they're not getting success, then that you're identifying as you you, you talked about the, the the training needs and obviously you can see whether any trends within the team as well. So, so actually what you're saying is about creating a culture of high trust. So rather than, get, rather than micromanaging, you're allowing people, you're creating a culture where people can make mistakes. Correct. And they feel comfortable making mistakes. And then that's where you can have an, an impact as a manager or leader in terms of their development through, through coaching. And it's interesting you mentioned the word... Um, Practice and role play. So, why do you think salespeople are reluctant to role play with their peers or the managers?
1: It's so uncomfortable. Uh, even, you know, we're going to have role play a little bit later today. And, um, you know, initially everyone's like, everyone's watching me. And do I really want to do this? But, but in the end, once you, you know, once you start to get into the role play, you do learn from your team members, and you learn the the really the words and the techniques that you need to use to effectively uh, learn about a client, learn about their needs, learn about what their challenges are, and then successfully close it. So role play, as uncomfortable as it feels uh, to a lot of people, is really quite valuable. And um, I suggest you know regular role play, especially with you know newer team members, and and once a week maybe with some more experienced team members.
0: Yeah, I, I was going to ask you how how regular do you think it would be? But yeah, you know, I think what you've said is for for new people it should be really regular, perhaps perhaps daily. And what you're saying is for more more experienced people, at least sort of once a week. How, how do you respond to salespeople who say? listen yeah I can understand doing role plays but actually a role plays in the real world how would you respond to that feedback from a salesperson
1: yeah it's it's definitely not it's definitely not real world but i I always come back to this uh, story so um, many many years ago uh, before I was um, a, a manager I was learning um, just basic um, it, instead of a cold call a cold approach like a face-to-face face with someone and I went to the my leader at that time and I, I told her like I have no idea what to even say and she was like all right well here's what you do go back to the situation where you didn't know what to say and I want you to write down what you would have said um, now that it's after the fact right because we always know after the fact what we should have said yeah and um, and practice it say it over and over and over and over and over again until it becomes second nature and you don't even have to think about it anymore um and so of course that was you know just just role play in my car in my rear view mirror and uh um sure enough it wasn't about maybe 10 days later that i had run into the same person that i wanted to talk with and the the words they, they, there wasn't even a hesitation they, they were just there and I thought, okay this manager is on to something. this is why role play is so important because it 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 just becomes second nature The more you say it the more you go through that scenario in your head and let it play out And so that's kind of what I what I lead with um, it, it does help it does make a difference
0: yeah. <laughs> and just just coming back to um, j- sort of just coming back to role plays, why wh- why do you think salespeople are sort of saying, well, actually, I- I'm good in you know I- I'm good enough, um, and actually I'm going to practice on my customers, you know? I see I- Paul O'Donoghue who has a has an expression where he says, don't pay your salespeople to practice on your customers yet. The vast majority of sales teams are actually practicing on the customers and the prospects, which is a very expensive way of burning through cash.
1: Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, and again, it has to be frustrating for them, I would imagine, um, if they're continually getting, you know, nos or hang ups or not meeting their quotas. And that just makes for a, a sales rep who's probably, you know, going to end up leaving and churn with sales members. It just it costs the company so much money. Um, Just like you said, so uh, role play should definitely be something that everyone should just understand. It's it's part of the job. Um, And it becomes again, the more you do it and the more you're comfortable with your teammates, uh, the better it it gets. And you get a lot more feedback then, oh, hey, I've tried this before. Um, See if this works for you.
0: Fantastic. So, um, you, you mentioned a few, um, a few other things. That it's interesting. You you, you talked about um, continuous improvement, and then you also referenced the uh, like the sales training and going to going to conferences. And when I was in corporate sales, I attended enough of those those conferences where you know we got some highly paid speakers in who were allegedly very motivational. And um, but like I say. 2 or 3 days later nobody could really remember what that motivational speaker had said uh, and there was there, there was there was little impact what well, why do you think organizations continue to go for that high profile speaker and organize you know conferences for for sales teams that must be costing hundreds of thousands of dollars and don't think actually be better investing in you know continual coaching what why why do you think they go for the high profile motivational speaker
1: I, I think that it's about, you know, the initial engagement, the initial, um, I, I hate to say like the, the rah-rah, yeah. you know, everyone's hyped up and, yeah. and jumping around and so excited. And, and, you know, you come out of those conferences for, for a day feeling, you know, super energized. But then reality hits, <laughs> and you know you're tasked with making these you know these plans for the next uh, year or the next quarter, and and you sit down and and you start to draft out you know what what you really want to focus on, um, how you want to achieve those goals, and it suddenly becomes. the the rah-rah has gone away (laughs) and you're reaching out to anybody that you you know met at the conference like hey how are you going to do uh do this how are you going to approach that so you know i think they're good at really uh, getting the energy up but when it comes to actually putting plans in place um i think there's definitely a a lack there
0: so jennifer i i want to come to um discuss um, technology and software in sales, which I know is a is a passion of yours. Um, you know, being the U.S. sales manager for, for, for Membrane, wh- why do you think um, technology and software is so important in terms of developing the sort of the sales skills and capability of sales teams?
1: So, it um, it was definitely um, a light bulb moment. Moment, um, I. With my last team, we um, brought in a sales coach, and we took the team through a 12-week training. And the training was going great. They they were, you know, learning the techniques, practicing the words to use, and everyone was was enjoying it. We uh, ended that training. And the following week I was listening to some calls and I was, my jaw dropped. Nobody, nobody remembered the training. They, they literally in a matter of days reverted back uh, to their, to their old habits. Right. And it was then when we had a discussion with the, the sales coach um, and they recommended membrane. And we were also looking for a new CRM at the time and ultimately, we did move forward with Membrane, and once we went live, we were able to embed the training into every step of their sales process, and they literally had those words in front of them every single time they picked up the phone to call a client. They had the instruction right there. It, it was almost an immediate shift back to now they're remembering the training now they're putting it in place and when we implemented membrane you know i would spend hours upon hours putting excel spreadsheets together to look at data to see where you know things were at but membrane did all of that for me and that just gave me the time back that i needed to coach the sales team and it provided insight into um, into data. So, for example, I just wanted to pull a quick dashboard on our renewals, and one sales rep really stood out in their uh, not only retention, but moving clients from a, you know a one-year agreement to a multi-year agreement, and in that moment i just simply looked through the story stream for those um for what she was doing and i found that she had created the most clever email and so i got up and i'm like how long have you been using this and she's like oh i made it a couple months ago like this has to be we have to make this template available to everyone will you help me create it so being able to recognize those sales reps that have found uh, something that really works well and then implement it throughout the whole team, I, I wouldn't have been able to do that without Membrane. I wouldn't have had that visibility into those things that were, um, you know, really working. And it made our renewal process and getting people to, to renew so much easier. Um, and, and so it was, you know, just all sorts of light bulb moments that kept going off. That I don't have to compile Excel sheets. I can see this, you know, right in front of me and um, make immediate, you know, plans to implement.
0: So, listening to what you say, you're going to give some great insights there, Jennifer, for our listeners. Um, it seems to be that actually the, the right software, you know, such as Membrane, you know, can help you with the data to make the right decisions in terms of coaching your salespeople. It allows the sales manager to get um, time back, but it also as a is a platform for sharing best practice. and I, And I love that story there about the salesperson who was getting more renewals. And you asked how long they have been putting this email together, but it but it's giving you visibility. And I think the other thing which you said is it actually. The, the right tech stack and you know the the right platform the right sales enabled platform so, you know, like membrane can really help you embed um the training and coaching you might be receiving externally so so I think those are the things that you've really articulated well I, I, would you agree with those
1: yeah absolutely the um, I would think the the biggest um, the biggest plus for us was Embedding that training into the the process so that it was in front of the sales reps every time they would pick up a call or with every next step, um, it it one hundred percent changed around um, the team in in a matter of days.
0: <clears throat> so, so I think what I'm hearing here is is that because you had all the steps in the process and they were visible to the sales reps when they were making calls actually the the use of the use of membrane what that's done as a sales enablement platform is it it's actually transformed performance within days
1: once once we put the training back in front of them absolutely it was night and day so you know after the training had ended and that following week i was listening to phone calls and you know, just kind of beating my head against the desk, like, oh my gosh, did we just waste money, uh, you know, on, on this training? And um, it was completely different once we launched it. And I listened to those calls, you know, that following week. Um, they were right back using the techniques, using the training that they had learned. Um, it, it really was transformational. Um, when, when someone says that, you know sales reps will forget what they've learned you know rather quickly through a training that's no joke um yeah. <laughs> i i i witnessed it and i i witnessed it turn right back around
0: this is uh, this is fantastic and obviously this reinforces a lot of the work that we do with our clients as sales star jennifer so so that thanks those great comments Um, i want you to sort of think a little bit into the the future obviously you know the you know what happened with COVID and the, and pa- uh, the pandemic and uh, and lockdowns has really changed the, the world of sales probably forever and you know probably people like you and I would argue for the better um, you know it, it's helped people or it's forced people not helped people to use technologies such as Microsoft Teams you know Zoom, Google etc to, to host meetings and has really cut down on trouble on but I, I I just like to hear your thoughts on you know, how do you see sales teams and sales people developing in the future? You know, what what's your insight to the future of the world of sales?
1: So it's, it's very interesting that you would bring that up because, you know, many years ago, uh, companies had to rely on their teams being local. Like, who can drive in? Who can come into the office? Um, but that's not the same anymore. Now it can be, you can have... Global, you can have people from all over the world on your sales team and you can connect uh, through video. Um, I think there was a time when there there were remote workers who didn't quite feel, um, you know, as connected as they could. But but because so many people are now on on Zoom, on Teams, um, you know, whatever, uh, you know, video conferencing you use. You can feel like you're a part of that, a part of that team. Um, so I, I think that that's probably key: is you have a wider um, audience when you're recruiting. Um, don't have to stick with, um, you know, just your 30-minute circle. Um, I also think that you know AI will be um, important and can help identify uh, trends. Um, I would just caution uh, personally, you know, I've, I've, I have had someone say that, that AI is going to be the 100% truth. And yes. I, I don't believe that. I believe that it's still going to be human interaction. People are still going to buy from people. Um, and while AI can be very helpful, and automate some things. I still believe you're going to have to have a well-trained sales team to handle those business relationships.
0: So it's it's interesting that you 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 talk about AI, and personally, I believe that AI can't fully replace salespeople, but it probably brings us on to another topic that I'm really um, passionate about. Um, you know a lot of organizations i think realized in you know particularly the first lockdown that actually sales didn't know didn't need to go out visiting customers to win deals they could win they could win deals using using the uh the technology i i, I know one of the things we talk to organizations about is for sales people to survive they've got to get better at selling which means getting better at consultative selling Getting better at questioning, and certainly they've got to demonstrate demonstrate value. Exactly. Uh, is that something you believe as well that we, you know, uh, w- listen. We, you and I are both in sales, so we've uh, w- to keep ahead of our competition. We've got to get better at selling to get you know t- together. Um, so is that something you're seeing as well? You know, in dealing with some of your other clients.
1: Exactly, and I I think that those companies that had. Uh, well-trained sales teams, um, you know, outside of certain industries, I think they weathered uh, the pandemic uh, better than better than others. And I also believe that those companies who had a great um, way to approach um, their current customers uh, through growing accounts, um, I believe that they fared much better as well. So I think the the learning from that is to always be working with your sales team and always have a focus on you know, your, your current clients, your existing accounts, and how can you work uh, with them on a regular basis um, to be front of mind. <clears throat> so, um, Jennifer,
0: I'd also like to ask you about, um, about mindset. Um, you know, we often, obviously, you know a lot of the work that sales star does, and particularly being a partner of Objective Manager Group, is around, around mindset. I mean, obviously, you're you're building a, a sale, another sales team in the US now uh, with membrane. You've got the sales management tech experience. How important do you think having the right mindset is as in sales management these days?
1: I think it's um, it's critical critical to approach um, every day as uh you know every day is a new day and in the morning you know i will come back to i i think you know sometimes we all have those you know those days right where we're not quite as motivated um but when you have such a good relationship with your clients it, it almost doesn't matter what kind of a bad day you're having because you're talking to your clients and and they they bring joy right um they can sometimes turn around um you know wherever you're at so keeping a a a good positive mindset and really learning um you know about your customers and genuinely um caring about how you can help them and and helping them to make their business better um, i think sales managers should definitely foster that type of relationship building uh, throughout their team um, i think that if everyone is doing that then really is there ever a bad day when you're talking with fantastic clients all, <laughs> all the way around right um and again i think that kind of comes back to the culture as well um you know making it okay to create those relationships
0: yeah i i i love how you've um you've connected the the challenge of having a positive mindset back to the culture because I personally I believe that it's the leader that sets the culture and the tone so if the leader's negative um, the salespeople, the sales managers are going to feed off the the negativity of the leader uh, I mean what's really interesting at the moment and I, I think there's talk of this in the US there certainly is in the UK that we're about to head into a recession right. and you know, I I think the very use of the R word recession can create negativity, but I think what's interesting, you know, in, in our own business, um, you know, myself and the team are feeling, very, you know, extremely positive and what we see is recession pre- presents opportunity. Um, I've right. just been to on your thoughts and what you're sort of seeing in the US as well. You know, are, are you sensing that companies are getting more nervous about investing because there's a recession round the corner?
1: So that's, you know, that's an interesting, um, it's an interesting thought. Everyone is saying there's a recession coming, okay, so, um, that, I mean, that's, that's so. So if you have, um, if you have a well-trained sales team, um, if you have a product uh, or service that's going to help teams weather any recession that that may come, um, you know, you can, still move forward with your you know daily duties knowing that what you're doing is helping them to beat the recession uh to come out ahead instead of uh behind and you know in in what we do helping people with this technology we can help them gain back some time that they can focus on plans that you know will help get them through any potential recession but i i I say one thing you don't wanna skimp on is you still don't wanna skimp on that sales training um, and that constant reinforcement because that, again, will keep your team moving forward and still winning some deals. Maybe it might be a few less, but they'll still be winning versus a lot of no's. Um, so, so again, it does come back to mindset and culture and. Um, you know, you hear it on the news, but it uh, until you know until it really happens, you know, just prepare, right? Prepare to be the best that you can be to to weather it through.
0: Yeah, I, I, I love what you've just said that that phrase, prepared to be the best that you could be. So, I, I, and and listening to some of the the great comments you've just made, actually, you know, the recession presents opportunity. It means that you can get closer to your existing clients you can add value to those relationships and certainly what i think has come through in this interview with you jennifer is the fact that having the right tech stack you know the platform the membrane platform can help you identify where you can grow you know your share of wallet with an existing account through the account growth module um as a manager it allows you to identify great coaching opportunities and actually you know as a sales manager, you should be increasing the amount of time that you actually coach your salespeople. And, you know, you've mentioned about role plays. This is a great opportunity to do more role plays for dealing with potential objections from either existing customers or or potential new customers. Have I summarized it well in your world?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, you make a good point. You know, with talk of, of a recession, now is the time to start role playing. The, the possibilities, you know, what kind of objections do you think you might hear uh, if we're in a, in a recession? Okay, now let's, let's work to overcome those. And that's where role playing for that now um, will prepare you instead of waiting until it, it actually happens. Maybe you prepare and it doesn't happen. Well, that's awesome, <laughs> right? But if it does happen, your team is, they know how to weather the storm.
0: No, that, that's great. So, um, Jennifer, before we finish, I, I always ask this question of uh, of every guest. Um, if somebody is new into the world of being a sales manager or sales leader, what what's the one nugget of advice that you would give a, a new sales manager?
1: So, I think one of the one of the things that has stuck with me the the best piece of advice I got as a as a new sales leader. Um was pull your audience. So as a as a new sales leader, sales manager, you have the ability um, and the the want to make change. Um, however, if you don't kind of step back for a little bit and um, really talk with uh, your sales team, those sales team members that have been there for a long time, learn about what they love, learn about what they wish were were better. And really then taking a step back, um, kind of putting it all together and then slowly implementing change. Um, and while you're implementing that change, have your sales team, you know, be a part of, of the things that they, they can because that will, um, you know, get the buy-in and they'll feel heard. And the truth is, your sales teams, they're, they're talking to the clients every day. And so by listening to the things that they have to say, you can gain, um, some insight into potential industry changes or, you know, competitor changes. So I think that's the one thing is, is really make sure that you are communicating with that team and, and maybe hold off on any drastic changes. Um, you know for just a little bit until you have a better lay of the land
0: okay fantastic and finally jennifer if people want to uh reach out and, and contact you what's the best way that uh, they can connect with you jennifer
1: so you can find me on linkedin um look for jennifer fisher or of course go to uh you know membranes linkedin page or our website uh, membrane.com and um and you'll be able to to reach out to us and um, we're happy to have any conversations
0: okay <clears throat> fantastic Jennifer and uh, thank you very much for getting up so early I know it's uh, really early in the U- in the US Um so thank you very much for being a guest it's been a delight to interview you and uh, look forward to welcome you back onto the show as a, as you a fu- on a future episode so thank you very much
1: thanks Pete it's been great so want to be a sales star yeah. listen up y'all
0: thanks for listening this podcast was brought to you by sales star and hosted by Pete Evans for more information about what we can offer you head to our website at salesstar.com forward slash UK you can also find us on all social media platforms just by searching for Salestar UK.